There was like two going on at the same time. It was like a competition. I don't prefer to say who won, but amen. Amen. You guys are here. Elevate. What? What? Oh, I messed up, right? Elevate. 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 Hey. What? What, bruh? Come on. You gotta say elevate. You ready? Say elevate. They're all. Say what? What? You're the leader. Elevate. 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 Hey, okay, you're here at Elevate every Friday. What time? Hey, 7 o'clock, not 8 o'clock, not 6 o'clock, not 6.59. 7 on the dot. Amen. Amen. All right, we got May 29th at 7 p.m. Battle of the Four, otherwise known as our E-Night, otherwise known as Hunger Games, but we're making it better. Amen. Man, y'all don't even sound excited, man. I'm, who's excited? We got one person excited. I mean, oh, we got two. Oh, hey, there we go. Hunger Games, hey! All right, we got like four. Okay, cool. All right, prizes every night. You bring one visitor and one night candy for both of you. If you like candy, raise your hand. If you don't, raise your hand. Oh, look at y'all. Y'all don't know what to do. Forget it, man. Hey, he likes candy. Amen. Eight visitors, one night. The entire youth group is a pizza party. It's a pizza party, yo. Till the cops shut the party down. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Social club. Amen. You like pizza? Raise your hand. Actually, put your hands down. Ah, uh, see, I got, I'm controlling, y'all. Who likes pepperoni? That's my favorite. If you like anything else, I'm not going to acknowledge you, so forget it. Gold, four visitors, one night, any person. So if Tito brings four people, he gets a $50 gift card, and he's going to give it to me. So don't come with Tito, because he's going to give me money. You want the money. Platinum, most visitors before July 3rd is a scholarship to Elevate Mission Trip, which is where? Nola, baby. Y'all say it with like Southern accent. Nola, baby. Jerry got it. Go ahead, Jerry, with the country accent. Say Nola. Nola, baby. Hey. And if you ain't doing it, you messed up. August 2nd to 8th, $200. Be there or be square, right? Amen. Shave your shekels up. Shave them shekels. Loving God, loving people, that's what we do. And what do I say? If you don't love people, then you must have a problem loving God. Amen. What we're going to do is connect you to the cross. We're going to get you connected to life groups. We're going to get you connected here. We're going to get you connected there. We're going to get you connected everywhere. And then what we're going to do is mentor you one-on-one, one-on-one with a leader, deacon, somebody who loves you because we all love you, right? Amen for the leaders that love you. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, okay. Then we're going to send you out to make disciples and repeat the process. We're going to make disciples on disciples on disciples on disciples. Amen. Yeah, y'all ain't even with me. Look at y'all look tired. What are y'all tired? Because it's like sunny out. Y'all should be all energetic. Make some noise. Get hype. Hey. Make elevate. No, I'm not doing it again. Forget y'all. All right. This is our goal. 50 churches in Chicago, 100,000 disciples and 500 churches around the world. If you believe that, let me get an amen. No, Joe, amen, not amen. You messed up. Forget you. We got to do it again. Let me get an amen. Hey, stand to your feet for tithes and offerings. All right. I like money. Don't tell anybody. I'm just kidding. I love God first. 
God overall, that's what a tithe is. What's a tithe, Tito? 10% of your total income. 10% of your total income, amen. And what's an offering? Raise your hand, who got it? Corey, you had your hand up, I can't give it to you, man. You do it, you do it every week. Amen, amen. Clap it up for the two people who got it right. They probably read it off the screen, but whatever. Amen. All right. So who got this? 10% of $58.32. I see like a hand waving at me from all the way in the back. I can't even reach you, man. I can't I can't give it to you. I can't give it to you. Okay, Corey. Corey always wants to answer. Let's see. Don't get it wrong, Corey, all right? All right, come on. What you got? And what? Just $5? Five dollars, fifty cents. Is that right? Is that right? It's probably wrong. No, it's right. Five dollars and eighty cents. He said, "Is he right?" Can Can I see the answer? Any Any Hey, five dollars eighty three cents. Give it up. He was close. He wants to jip God a little bit, but it's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. All right, repeat this after me, Acts 20, 35. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. Lord, we come in your mighty name, God, and we just thank you for everything you gave us, Lord. Lord, we pray for a generation of people who pick up their cross and leave everything behind, Lord. Lord, that money wouldn't money wouldn't hold them back, Lord, that this world wouldn't hold them back, Lord, that they would just be after your heart and seek your face, Lord. In your name we pray these things. Amen. Come forward as you give. Guys, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get the old-fashioned Bible quiz up in here. Up in here. Up in here. Up in here. All right, I'm gonna need two volunteers. Just nice and wet behind the ears volunteers, okay? So two volunteers. All right, we got Corey up in here. Get Corey. All right, and no one's over there doing it other than Ulysses. So let's get Brandon. Come on, Brandon. Come on. All right, guys. It's pretty simple. If you win, you get candy. If you don't win, you get the walk of shame. Okay, I'm sorry. It's literally what happens. You walk away and then you're in shame. All right, so this is gonna be your question. What sea did Moses part? You gotta raise your hand if you know the answer. What sea did Moses part? You have, raise your hand, what is it? The blue sea. No, that is not correct. Five seconds. You got it? No. Nope, that is it. I'm sorry, you both don't get the candy today. I'm sorry, guys. Don't. You can't let them get the candy. Come on. 
You gotta muscle them. You gotta muscle them, okay? You gotta muscle them. Go like that. Get out of the candy. Alright, I'm gonna need two more uh, volunteers, but you have to be in 101 now to get in this, okay? So 101, yes, if you are in the 101, don't act all shy now. 101ers, 101ers. Okay. We're about to switch this whole thing and we're gonna get into rebuke mode if we don't get some 101ers up here. Alright, got Billy. Thank you, Billy. Come up. Alright, Ellie Marie's, come on. This is how it is. This is how it is right here. This is how it is. What is this thing flying around in this? How is it? How is it here? Why? Okay. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I have a short attention span. It's ridiculous. All right. So here is your question. As I think about it on the spot. This is not a, a Bible necessarily question, but it's a 101 question. Okay. What are the three things that every Christian must do according to lesson one? Raise your hand if you know it. I'm just going to turn my face over here. Look at that. Okay, what is it? Um, pray, read your Bible, and fellowship. Woo! She got it. She got it. Give her, give her the best one. Give her the, the filet mignon of candy, please. Give her what she deserves. The hot tamales. All right. For this next and final contest, I'm going to need 201 and above, okay? And I actually want to see some, I want to see something really hardcore. I want to see something like epic proportions. Okay, Joby, just Joby, all right. Oh, and Yuli wants to come up against Joby. Automatically. Yuli from the south. Joby from the north. The Unions versus Confederates. Sason versus Sorfrito. Which one's gonna be? Alright guys. This is how it's gonna work, okay? If you don't get the answer in five seconds, you guys both lose. You guys are at a higher standard. The highest of highest standards, you might say. Yes, the highest standard. Many people come up the mountain trying to get to the standard, but fall along the way. But you guys are there. Okay, I'm so sorry. Like I said, again, the, the, the short attention span. Okay. What was another name for Matthew, one of the apostles? Raise your hand if you know. Two. One, and that's it. I'm so sorry, guys. So sorry. You can go ahead and walk back in shame, both of you guys. It got that hard, okay? You see, it got that real, that fast. Jerry, do you know the answer to this? Levi. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Give her a candy, and everybody give it up for Jerry. Woo! And everybody also give it up for the hunk of man right here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, I'm gonna ask that everybody please stand up and then just do some uh, some circles here with your arms. All right, you guys getting, getting loose? Get loose, get loose. All right, now I'm gonna ask that you sit somewhere that you normally don't sit and it's next to somebody that you normally don't sit next to. And it has to be in the first three rows. First. 
You guys sit next to each other all the time, okay? I want to see some guys. Come on, come on, come on. Let's get some people over here. Come on, come on, come on. Awesome. Now that you're sitting next to somebody you don't know, or maybe you do know them, I want you to tell them three things you like about them. And if you don't know them, just say three things that you like about their appearance right now, okay? Three things. Hey. Hey, lone wolves over there. Three rows. The first three rows. Come on. Get it in order here. What do you guys think that's happening here? They ain't no, they ain't running a, a loose ship here. Can I get Rudy to come over here? Go ahead. Don't be shy. Oh, you're done already. I think you're a little too fast for that. A little too fast. Did you really mean what you said to that person? Okay, you said some mean stuff. Oh, okay, some deep stuff. This is my social club out there. You're supposed to say something random and funny right here. Awesome. I'm going to ask that the DJ lowers down the music. And we're going to get started today. We're going to have a quick word because we have something special planned. We've been wanting to do, but the rain has been, you know, giving us the rain checks and all that. So we got to do what we got to do, all right? We are in the currently in the middle of a season we're calling the summer of fire. Now, you might be saying it's not really summer yet. Literally yesterday, like two days ago, it was like 50 degrees. But for our sake, we're calling it the summer already, okay? So please don't be Miss, miss Sassy, Miss I know what I'm talking about. This is the summer of fire. We want you guys to get this. We want you guys to understand this and lock it down because if you really just be humble, if you really just get fed by this, what's going to happen is that you are going to be changed for the rest of your life. I'm not saying, oh, this is just that one summer in your, when you were 15 years old and it got really cool and then after that you just became another church warmer or church seat warmer and all that. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that this is going to change your life. This is going to propel you to the next level where you're supposed to be. Now, a lot of you guys, you guys are some of you are in one one some of you guys are in 2-1. I want you guys to know that that's not the end. It's just the beginning, okay? Everybody say, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Yes, it is. It is. Because if you look at what Jesus did, did Jesus just say, hey, I'm just going to disciple you for this little bit of time? No, he continued. He loves them. He teaches them. He's with them to the very end of the age. And so I want you guys to know this, that this is all about you getting set on fire this whole entire summer. It is not just how I say it on a Friday. I want you to go back home. I want you to pray when it does, you don't feel like praying. I want you to read your Bible. I want you to get fed by it. I want it to be a light to your feet. I want you to actually understand how powerful the word of God is in this day and age and in your life. It's not some book that you put aside and you're saying, hey, I'm a, this is just a boring book. I'm going to never read it like how I re never read Harry Potter, how I never read another book like that. No, this is different. This is something you carry with you. This is your soul 
sword. You're always equipped with this. You're saying, I want more of this. I live in a world where this is the sword that I can slay the enemy with. Anybody want to actually have a weapon if you're in a combat? Or do you want to go in there, you just want to, like, hit your, take your shoe and start hitting the enemy and all that? Would you go to Afghanistan? Would you go to Iraq with your shoe? I hope not, okay? Because if you think you're going there with only that, then, man, I, I'm telling you right now, we just have to pray for you. Pray that the rest of your brain gets restored inside of you, okay? Because you're obviously missing some. If you have your Bibles, please turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. So for some of you guys, it's in the New Testament, which is later on in your Bibles, okay? I'm sorry, I just had to put it out there. It's not all the way in the back, though. It's kind of in the middle, okay? Kind of in the middle. It's helping you. I just want to help you. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. If you don't have your Bible, you can look at your friend's phone. And then have jealousy because you don't have one. (laughs) Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. God, we're asking that you would continue just to enlighten us throughout this whole entire season, God. As we're learning what your spirit does within us, as we're learning how great your spirit is, God, I pray that we start to just get more and more thirsty for for you, God. We get more and more hungry for who you are, that we get tired of what we eat in the world. We get tired of what the world has to offer us, God, and we say we want what you have to offer. We start ingesting what you give to us, God. We look at your word and we live off of that, God, because that is what your word says, God, that man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the Lord. I pray today, God, that every single youth in this place would know it today, God, that they do not live on just bread alone on just the food that they eat God but on your word as well what you do what you're saying what you want them to know your relationship with them God I pray God today that a fire would start that a love for you would just ignite God I just pray in this place that your spirit would awaken hearts that your spirit would just ease the hardest of hearts It's your spirit, God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I forgot to to do this, but now we have the time. Can I have my wife? My wife. My wife. My wife. Come over here. My wife. Okay. There are the stuff over there, and, you know, where we put all our other stuff, and, you know, the stuff. What we're going to do is that I'm going to give you guys the message, okay? It's going to be a short message, and then we're going to start a fire out in the back, Okay. We're literally going to go to somebody's house and just set it on fire, and we're going to run away, all of us. No, no. We're going to have a little, like, a fire pit. And what we're going to do is this. My wife and a a bunch of different leaders, they're going to pass out a little card. And what I want you to do in this card is I want everybody to do this, okay? I don't care if you... This is your first time here. I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care if you're 16. I don't care if you're 20. I don't care. I just don't care, okay? Don't give me that, okay? If I see it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, pick you up and, like, do, like, the choke slam, like, on you, okay? That's what I'm going to do, okay? Because that's what I do. No, but seriously, okay? Everybody is just going to write in the, their name. Just put your name. There's going to be two sides of it, the top and the bottom. Now, on the top, you can put on your name, whatever, on the bottom, whatever. Now, it's up to you if you want to write anything else, but this is what's going to happen. 
you get the option to do this. This is going to signify in your life just basically you. That's it. So as you put your name on this card, imagine that it's symbolizing you. And when we go to the fire, we're going to play a song when we're out there. And while we're playing a song, anybody who really wants to give their life to God, who really wants to be set on fire for the Lord, I want you, yeah, just to drop it in there. I want you to just drop it in there and let it go. You're not getting another one this whole entire summer. So this is yours to keep for the next four months. Now, there is going to be four opportunities. This one, the one in June, the one in July, and the one in August. So you have four opportunities. Now, if you do not want to put it on fire, if you don't want to do that ever, then I want you to be honest and say to yourself, I don't want to do this. I don't want to give my life to God. I don't want to give it all to Jesus. I never want to be a set on fire. That's what this is supposed to symbolize. So you're going to see a whole bunch of people putting it out there. And when you're out there, simply before you put it in there, I just want you to say it out loud. Not like, <laughs> not like that, okay? But out loud. I give it all to you, Jesus. Like that. Like, I give it all to you, Jesus. That loud. You might be a little scared. You might be like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do that. But you're going to see a bunch of other people do it, so don't be afraid, okay? And it, it's not peer pressure, too. So not because, like, you see, like, your friend do it now, you're going to do it now. I want you to be honest. I want you to be real. Just as much as when you come up to the altars and you get prayed for by yourself, I want you to do the same thing. When you see that fire, I want you to think of it as God. I want you to think of it as the Holy Spirit. Now, obviously, we're not saying that that fire is God. We're not doing that. We're not worshiping the fire and all that stuff, okay? Don't think that. We're not all standing around the fire and we're all like, we worship you, fire. You're so awesome and so amazing. We're not doing that, okay? We're, we're, we're not that. But it's symbolizing who God is and what he does in our life. He sets us ablaze. He transforms us. He fills us up. What we are, we don't become anymore. What we are is what we just get engulfed by the fire of God. That's what happens. So now that you're in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. I'm going to ask that Rudy can actually go now and start that. Galatians chapter 5, verse, 10, uh, verse 16 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, everybody say led. I just lost my place. You are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Everybody say obvious. Does that say it's not obvious? Does it say it's secretive? It says obvious, Okay. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, literally says here, orgies and the like. I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Everybody say will not inherit but the fruit of the Spirit, everybody say, but the fruit is love, joy, peace, forbearance. Forbearance is a big word for patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. I want you to understand today that if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you got the fruit. 
you got the power. I got the power. It's not like that. I said, you got the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You got the fruit of the Spirit. You understand that? Now, I want it to be very clear, very obvious. The first week we talked about having an advocate, having somebody in place to be able to help you out, to strengthen you, to be a counselor, to say, hey, I got your back. I'm going to do more than that. I'm with you. I'm, the, I'm a person here so that you can never feel like you're by yourself. You got an advocate. Then last week we talked about having streams of living water inside of you, always being refreshed daily. I want to ask, did anybody actually do the challenge? If you were thinking that you can live without water or sleep or food, did you do the challenge for the three days? Well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, you did. No, put your hand down, okay? Sorry, no. <laughs> no one did it in this place, okay? No one did it in this place because you're alive still. You would actually kind of die if you did it, okay? You need water to live, and you actually it takes only a few days for you to die if you don't drink water. Did you know that? Now you know, okay? Think about this. You got streams of living water inside of you. So the first week, you got an advocate. The second week, you got streams of living water. And now, today, you got the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody, fruit of the Spirit. Everybody say, fruit of the Spirit. Now, this is talking about two things that are happening here. In this scripture verse, I want you all to get this, okay? I, I know that some of you guys are in different places in your walk with the Lord, but I guarantee you that if you actually just say, God, I want more of you, I want your spirit inside of me, that he will say yes to you. If you're following his commands, if you're a lover of Jesus, you're going to actually get the spirit of God inside of you. But what's happening here is that there's a thing that, that God is trying to let you know, that there is a spirit inside of you. There's a spirit inside of you. Did you all hear that? You got a spirit inside of you. <gasps> Santo. Not that spirit, okay? You have your own spirit inside of you. And when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, what happens is you get saturated and Holy Spirit fills you, dwells inside of you. But guess what? You still have your regular body. That's what the, body, the Bible here is talking about, the flesh. Your flesh is a flesh that is going to wither away and die one day. Everyone's getting older. Maybe you haven't noticed it yet. Some of you guys probably have a little bit of the crow's feet over here. Maybe some of you guys are starting to get a little bit of the, you know, the, the, the pounds over here and all that. No, I'm just joking. You're not gaining away. You look pretty, okay? No, I'm joking. You are gaining away. No. <laughs> Maybe, sometimes. I, I, just, I just put myself in a hole, okay? You're just, see, you're just seeing me put myself in a hole and bury myself, and you're all just like looking at me like, oh my gosh, he just told me I gained weight. You did not gain weight. I, I don't care, okay? Whatever you do, it's on you, okay? <sighs> okay. Okay, take two. Okay. Jesus said that he loves you, okay? <laughs> see, that's a perfect transition right there. You see, now you got, now you're like, oh, yes, Jesus loves me. You have a flesh. That's not perfect. Your flesh is going to die one day. You get older. You're going to see it. I, I, I say it all the time in this place. I can't really see too far. I have astigmatism. I have bad knees. Now, some of you guys, you're, you're younger. Some of you guys don't have a problem like that. Maybe some of you guys have arthritis in your hands. You can feel it a little bit. You feel it when the storm is coming. You have, like, the spidey sense, like, oh, it's going to rain. It's going to rain approximately 0.7 inches or something like that of rain. And it's going to be approximately 53 degrees because you have, like, that kind of sense in your, in your bones and whatever. Some of you guys know this, but... That's not the way it was supposed to be. You were supposed to have a perfect body, a body that did not have these failures. You were able to, you were able to see things normally. You were able to do all these things. But that's not what the case is because of sin. We don't have that. We have a body that's just a flesh, that's just dying, that's just withering away. But we have the spirit of God that's eternal inside of us. Now, these two 
are in conflict. Your body wants to do things that you should not do. Your body doesn't want to do things. I mean, wants to do things that your spirit does not want it to do. Your, the spirit of God does not want. And the spirit of God wants to do things that your body doesn't want to do. So right here already, he's letting you know the acts of the flesh are obvious. It's not like we have to kind of dig down deep and really understand it and all of us have to like study it for the next 17 years of our lives. No, it's obvious. When you are doing something that your body wants to do and it is just by the flesh, it is obvious. And guess what? These things are bad things. These are all just, this is just a list of some of the things that you can understand are sins. Sexual immorality, impurity. And debauchery, hate, uh, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. You see, if you actually were to ask me, can you give me a paragraph, a description of what you think a high school is like, what Scherz is like, what Taft is like, what Lane Tech is like, what, I don't know, some middle school around here is like, I would say, oh, uh, I'll tell you right now. The acts of the flesh are obvious. I would say that, and I will quote that exact scripture back to you. That's what it looks like. Ain't nobody there living by the spirit of God. Maybe one person there who actually goes to a youth group, right? If you go to, like, you actually go to, yeah, there, you see that's one right there. Yay. Yeah, you got that one person there that loves Jesus, and then everybody else is doing this. They're living by the flesh, saying, I want to do whatever the flesh, just, I just want to do whatever it feels good to me, to my body. Whatever feels good. And because of this, you might say to yourself, this sounds so simplistic. This sounds so easy. I get it. Okay, whatever. But this is why the world is so broken. This is why the world is so jacked up. Wherever you go, this is why it is the way it is. Where you go to the south side, that's why the south side is the way it is. That's why if you go down this, this block right here and you see a little cross next to a tree, that's why it is the way it is because people have hatred. Because people have jealousy in their hearts. They have dissensions, factions. They, they just naturally are going against anything that is good. Their body just says, I want to do whatever. You see, but you are different. You are different. You are not called to live by that. It says right here in verse 16, so I say, walk by the Spirit. You are not called to live like how the world lives. You are not called to have the acts of the flesh. You are not called to do that. You are to walk by the Spirit. You are to follow the Spirit of God. Now, you might be saying, I don't really care about the Spirit of God. I want to do those things because those things feel good. We've already, oh man, we've already talked about that. How many times have we talked about that in the last like, year? I'm pretty sure like uh, over, over 30 times already, okay? Over 30 times. But I'll tell you one more time, okay, so just so we can complete it. But if you say, I want to do whatever feels good to my body because that's just how it is. YOLO, I'm so awesome. Look at me. I'm awesome. I'm so great. You are a fool. You are a fool. What you do in this body, you're going to be held accountable to, to God. You can be rest assured of this, that every person in this room will face judgment. Every person in this room will face judgment for what you did. Now, you know what is right and what is wrong. You have a conscience inside of you. You have the law of God inside of you. That's what the Bible says. You know what you ought to do, but you don't do it. You say, I don't want to do the good thing. I want to do the bad thing. I want to do that because it's cooler, because it's awesome, you know. And, like, it's so lame to be in, in church and actually listen about, like, things that are awesome about God and all that. It's so lame. I want to do whatever feels good to my body. You know what the Bible says? That sin is deceitful. And though it looks good in the front, you don't know how it's going to look good in the 
the back. You don't know the consequences of it. So you might be saying to yourself, oh, man, I can get away with this. You're not going to get away with it. In this life, you can experience the destruction of sin. If not, then you're going to experience the punishment of sin. That's what you can experience. That's what you can experience in this place. What you can experience in your own personal life. But you're not called to do that. You're here. You're listening to it. And you understand right now that in this time, this is not just a watered-down thing for you to get. Like, oh, it was just so boring today. You know, I went to church, and they told me that, you know, I was going to get on fire and, like, change the world. And, you know, oh, I, can't, I just couldn't wait until they were done so I can go back home and just, you know, just go back into meaninglessness. Is that what you want to do? No. You, each person here in this room, sitting down, look at your neighbor. You can say, you. You. Literally, are called to walk by the Spirit. You are called to follow the Spirit of God, to say yes to the Spirit of God, to humble yourself and say, Spirit of God, let me just do whatever you want me to do. Do, do what you want to do. Say what you want me to say. I don't care. Just, just lead me, God. You walk by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going before you. The Holy Spirit is in front of you. You're not saying, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go and drive myself. The Holy Spirit is doing it. And when you live this way, when you are actually led by the Spirit of God, I want everybody in this room to get their, their, just their thinking cap on real quick, just real quick, okay? And I want you to read this scripture verse with me, okay? Think about this. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you want that? Oh, no, no, no. I don't believe that this church wants that. Do you want that? Do you want love? Do you want joy? No, I don't want that. I want, to, I want to always be hated, okay? All them haters, they can just follow me. They can just put a, a bullet on my, my bullseye on my back because I'll just hate it. They don't know me. I'm going this life. I'm just hardcore. I ain't going to ever get love. Okay. You don't want love? Okay, then that's, that's you. Okay, take away the love. I don't want love. Do you want joy? No, I always want to be sad. I always want to be really just, mm, I just want to mm. Sadness. Now, obviously, it's, it's a serious thing. People are dealing with depression, things like that sort. But hear what the Bible is saying right here. This is the truth right here. This is what God is saying to you. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy. Joy. What is joy? Is joy a little bit like happiness or is it even better than happiness? Right? Joy is like, woo! I love Jesus! I'm full of joy today. I don't have to worry about anything. Though a million people might come against me, I know I have God behind my back. I am full of joy, peace. Anybody want peace? You always want to be worried. You want to be like, you know, the aliens are coming. The aliens are coming. I don't know. You know, I got to have like something on my head and all that, you know, because I'm always paranoid. I'm never, I'm never at peace. I'm always wondering what's going to happen. Now, if you're in a gang, then maybe you should not have peace because you need to get out of the gang, okay? Now, I'm just saying this. I don't know who you are, okay? I, you know, you might look like you go to the Whitney Young and all that, but who knows if, like, Ellie Maurice is, like, like the like the top queen of, like, Chicago and all that stuff, you know? She's, like, dealing all the stuff, and she's like, yo, man, I'm a vato, man, and all that. I don't know, okay? I don't know where you are at. Huh? I don't know, okay? Maybe Cynthia's like that, okay? She, she, goes, she says she goes to work, but she's, like, in, like, the cartel and all that, okay? You're always worried about people coming to get you and all that. You don't want that, right? Exactly. I'm sorry, okay. I just went there today. 
I don't believe that that's what you do. I believe you're a good student. Okay. Forbearance. Does anybody want to have patience or do you always want to have it your way? Now, 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 now. I'm pretty sure everyone wants patience because when you have patience, you're okay, you're happy. But when you don't have patience and you just get upset like that, it's terrible. Do you want that? Do you? Does anybody in this room want patience? Okay. Does anybody want kindness in their life? Do you want to be kind or do you want to be a jerk all the time? You want to be a meanie? I just like being a jerk sometimes, you know? Like I, whenever, like, there's a puddle – Whenever there's a puddle and all that stuff and I'm driving or I'm in the car, I'm saying, drive within the puddle. And you see somebody that's, like, walking, like, minding their own business with their daughter and all that stuff. And you drive by. And they're like, ah! And you're like, ha, ah, that's what you get. You live in Chicago. That's what you get for living here. Anybody want goodness? You want goodness or do you want badness? <laughs> do you want badness? Do you want that? Do you want bad in your life? Do you want to just feel that way? And this is not just the, like, I think it's cool to be evil, like, you know, like rockers. Like, yeah, like I'm like, I'm like a Satanist. Yeah, you know, it's just so cool. No, let, let's be real here, okay? Without the delusions, do you want to experience things that are bad in your life? Or do you want to experience things that are good in your life? Do you want faithfulness? Faithfulness? Do you want to be faithful to somebody one day in your life, to your friends? Or are you just somebody who's always backstabbing somebody, always somebody who's doing something against somebody? Are you like that? Gentleness, do you want to be gentle or do you want to be rough all the time? Do you ever, like, meet that one person that's, like, really rough? You know, like this? Like, hey, man, how you doing, brother? <laughs> but obviously not just like that, okay? But gentleness and character. Somebody who's rude all the time, who doesn't care about you, who's not going to be gentle with you. They're not going to care about you. They're not going to care about the little things that make you who you are. They just want to just put it on you. There's gentleness. Lastly, self-control. Does anybody want self-control? If you don't want self-control, please raise your hand. Because I, I want to know if you really are that person that's saying, I don't want to ever be, uh, I don't want to not control myself. I don't even know. I just confused myself there. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to experience self-control. I don't want to experience what self-control is. I just always want to be in a place where I can never control myself. I'm always eating too much. I'm always staying up too late. I never have control over myself. I'm very undisciplined. Do you want that in your life? Do you see what I'm saying? The Bible says this. That the fruit of the Spirit, when you have the Spirit of God, that this just naturally happens in your life because the Spirit of God is in you. It's just the effect of it. The cause, the Spirit of God has come inside of you. The effect, you get to have the fruit of the Spirit. Do you want that? Do you want the counterfeit versions of this? The versions that seem good for only a little bit, for only a little while, but then they fail? Do you want that? Or do you want the real versions of this? Do you want real love? Because if you want the real versions of this, then what are you supposed to do? Walk by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Don't say, I'm doing it my way. I'm going to go find my own boyfriend and girlfriend now my way. I'm going to go do my own things my way now. No, walk in step with the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. Anybody want that today? Now that you have written your name on your thing and you can go ahead and you can draw a thing about yourself, whatever you want to do, okay? But I want now everybody to stand up. And I want everybody to now go in the back. <laughs>